Hey, everybody. Welcome to season two of Mindful Morning. I'm Ashley Walkney. I'm a coach, a counseling grad student, a wife, a daughter. And on this season of the podcast, I want to talk about two things that might seem in conflict peace and productivity. You see, as human beings, there's that deeply human part of ourselves, the part that wants to be productive. It informs the kind of partner or parent you are, what you bring to your work, whether you stick with your goals. It's the action. And then there's that being part, a rarely inhabited but deeply real space inside our own skin, a wiser part of ourselves that perhaps can inform the kind of action we take on a human level. So what I want to argue, and what I want to explore, is that it's not one or the other. That to live a fulfilling, purpose-centered life requires connection to both, the human and the being parts, peace and productivity. But how do we do it? That's the challenge for us all. And that is what the season is all about. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me again. Uh, This season has been all about how do we live with both peace and productivity in our lives. And so throughout the podcast, I've been encouraging you to kind of look at how things are right now in your life and evaluate what am I doing? Where is it taking me? Is there anything that I really want to change? I don't know how you really get to any conclusions unless you know what fundamentally matters to you and the direction that you want to head. And a lot of people don't. If you ever get that sense that something's missing in my life, or I just don't feel at peace with myself, or maybe you're seeing yourself in the way that you're operating in the world and you're really not happy about it, maybe your level of productivity is not where you want it to be, you're struggling to make changes that are really important to you, All of this is the result of one of two things. Either you don't know what your valued direction is, and we talked about that last week, and we're going to go real deep into that this time, or you know what it is, but you're not using it to guide what you do. So this week, I want to encourage you to figure out that valued direction and really create a compass for yourself that helps you head toward an ultimate sense of deep peace and productivity about how you're living your life. But before we move into that, I do want to briefly recap on what a value direction is and what it's not, just in case anybody is still unclear or maybe you didn't hear last week's episode. So the word value, the way I'm using it, is not about moral codes. It's not about what your religion or your parents or your friends expect of you, it's not a way to ensure that people will like you or that you'll be successful. And it's also not a goal. If you can put it on a checklist and tick it off, it's not a value. A value is like having a compass. Right now I'm living in Deerfield Beach, Florida. I could pull out a compass and say, hey, I want to head west. 
That could take me to the Gulf of Florida, Louisiana, Texas, all of which would be like goals. I can put it on my bucket list and tick it off when I get there. But from wherever I'm standing, I can pull out my compass and say, take me in the direction of west. So this is a never-ending thing. Nevada, California, Hawaii, no matter where I find myself, I can choose to pull out my compass and head west. This is exactly what a valued direction does for us in our everyday lives. Anytime that you're confused or conflicted, resistant, lost, you can stop, pull out your compass, and go, okay, what direction am I going to head? But you got to have a compass in order to do that. So let's create one. I want to take you through a little exercise, have you do that this week. Um, You'll probably want to come back and re-listen to this episode, stopping and starting it as you do the exercise. But I want you to get out a piece of paper and just break your life down into multiple categories. Maybe it's health, relationships, leisure activities, spirituality, work, however you want to divide it. Go through each category and have a look at what you're doing and what is the result. So you'll have two columns for each of these categories, actions and results. Actions will be anything you're doing in your everyday life, whether it's productive in that category or it's not. And then the results next to it will be, of course, the result of that action. So for example, in the category of health, even if you're not going to the gym, that equates to something that you are doing, whether it's sitting on the couch or staying in bed or prioritizing other things. So I'm still doing something. It's just not benefiting me in the area of health. So you want to get clear on all of the things you're doing in your everyday life in each of these categories. Some of the things will be working for you and you'll want to be continue doing them or even do more of them. And some of them will be counterproductive. Once you've gone through that in all the areas of your life, you can get to the question for this week, which is what is the purpose of these actions I'm doing? This is actually what's going to build your compass as we dig deeper into this question so that it becomes explicitly clear what your compass looks like. Notice something about the purpose behind things that you do that are not working. They're not taking you in the direction you want to go in that area. They're not leaving you with a sense of real peace or productivity in that part of your life. What usually motivates this is the feel-good agenda. I get to put off feeling something I don't want to be feeling, and I get to feel more comfortable, at least for right now. It's usually about control. I'm controlling my experience, picking and choosing what I'm willing to put up with, getting rid of anything I'd rather avoid. Now, there's always a price in any choice we make. If your actions are based around this feel-good agenda, this need to control, it's going to cost you your valued direction. And as you'll come to find as we go through this exercise, that's pretty central to who you are and what you care about in your life. So that sense of unfulfillment is going to show up in the long run if you devalue your values. So look at all the things you've written down in the action column of each category and ask yourself this question, what is the purpose behind each of these actions? If it's a feel-good agenda, 
you'll know it. And then you can ask, if I were willing to stop doing that, what would be the purpose for making that choice? And then you can, and then once you come up with an answer for that, you ask, and what would be the purpose of that? If it's an action you're doing that you want to keep doing, you ask, what is my purpose for doing this? And then you ask it again. What is the purpose for that? What is the purpose for that? You keep going, asking yourself, what is the purpose to every answer you come up with, with each of these actions, until you reach a point where the answer you give is not a goal and there's no other purpose beneath that purpose. This is a value. You're going to end up with a number of different values that kind of come together to create this unique compass. It will be unique to you, but the values will be words that describe the characteristics beneath your doing. And they'll be really important to you. Things like curiosity. I'm going to actually, I'm going to give you a huge list right here to get you thinking. Curiosity, learning, compassion, adventure, patience, intimacy, courage, love, reliability, originality, openness, humor, excellence, enthusiasm, playfulness, generosity, connectedness, wisdom, and there are many, many more, an infinite amount. Even as I went through that list, you may have noticed in your own gut certain words that stood out, certain words that really didn't resonate. And that could be a pointer in your valued direction. These are ways of being that are fundamental to who we are. This is who I want to be. This is how I want to be. Everybody has a unique compass, their valued direction. We all have preferences for ways of being in the world and how we want to show up and how we want to be remembered. Everybody has a compass. We're just not necessarily aware of it or connected to it. And if we're not connected to it, if we're not using it, it's because using it means I have to let go of this feel-good agenda and do things that are hard. I have to let go of controlling my moment-to-moment experience. I have to be willing to put myself in situations that are going to be difficult. I have to be willing to do things and make choices in my life that serve my value direction, but will sometimes feel hard in the moment. That is the opposite of a feel-good agenda. That is the opposite of trying to control what I'm experiencing in my everyday life. Most of us, when we set goals, we set goals that often align with our valued direction. And then we get to a point where we're working on that goal and it starts to feel really hard. We're not motivated anymore. We have all sorts of difficult thoughts or feelings, sensations, urges that suck. We don't want them. And our mind kind of just goes, forget it. What's the fastest way out? The thing to remember is that your mind will always do this. It will always have this instinctive response. It's a problem solver. You're in a situation that's uncomfortable. Its job is to want to get you out. The fastest way out 
even if it sacrifices your valued direction. So you have to decide when that happens, am I going to listen to this part of myself that just wants to get back control and get out of this, even at the cost of what I care about, or am I going to open up to the uncomfortability of this experience, pull out my compass, and start heading in that direction anyways? No doubt, choosing to head in the direction of your compass is hard, scary, sometimes painful. But notice something. Disowning that direction is also painful. It's, a kind, it's just a different kind of pain. Life involves pain. There's no way around it. It's just a question of what pain you're going to have. One kind is going to sacrifice your sense of peace, productivity, fulfillment in life. The other is going to be willing to experience that pain in service of it. Once you go through the exercise, you can look at the values you've come up with in each category and start to distill each category down to like one or two values so that you end up with maybe like at most 10 values that you can then prioritize. Some of them are going to feel really, really relevant to you right now. Some of them are not going to feel quite as important. You can prioritize them. You'll also get a sense of how present these values have been in your life. And for the ones that are most absent, you'll know that as a factor of what's been missing. You're going to redesign your actions, your daily actions, in, an, in a way that is based around this compass, this direction. With this compass, you're going to be able to make new choices, commit to actions that serve you, and leave you with that sense of deep peace and productivity and sense of fulfillment about the way that you're living your life. I'm really curious to see how you get on this week, so please reach out. Let me know how it's going. If you have any questions or anything that's confusing, also let me know that as well. Um, You'll see that with five or ten different values, some of them might seem in conflict. Um, We'll talk about those conflicts next week, which which I call values conflicts. Sometimes um, when you don't know what choice to make, it's because there's a conflict in your values and you've got to pick one. So we'll look at that a little deeper next time. Have a good one. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, If you got something from this episode, could you just do me a favor and leave some comment or at least hit that ratings button and give me some stars? I would really appreciate it. And if you'd like to hear more from me or you're interested in learning about coaching, you can head on over to ashleywalkneen.com, subscribe to my newsletter, and I'll tell you all about it. See you next time.